1: Hello and welcome to Gabagool, a Sopranos podcast hosted by me, Ben Vanell,
2: and you, Adam Knox. You as in me, not you as in the listener. That's right, I'm not referring to the royal you, the listener, at all as a collective Adam Knox. That would be crazy. One of you might be named that. I I I'd yeah? find it doubtful that two people would be. Maybe yeah. one. Or maybe, I don't know, if they've got a Google Alert set up for their name, which is also my name, then this would have popped up. But I'm mm-hmm. not listening to any of your work, either Adam Knox's. So <laughs> sorry that this now is a one-way street.
1: Isn't there a porn star named Adam Knox?
2: There was. I don't believe he's active anymore.
1: Okay. He transitioned to podcasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's.
2: Uh, it, it's a far... Filthier world, though
1: There's only one Ben Vanel And I don't know if the world is better or worse for it But anyway, <laughs> let's not get too introspective on this podcast about The Sopranos Because we're here to talk about the penultimate episode of Season 1 An absolute
2: banger, in my opinion
1: uh, This one is called Isabella
2: Yeah, and we open up on Is this the corpse of Isabella? Is this who Isabella is? No, 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 Isabella is the neighbour no. Yeah, that's of a, course. Yeah. So, well, we open up on a dead body. It's dead body yes. is someone involved in the uh, the mob world. Someone's mum. Mm-hmm. Uh, the junior's there, and uh, this fucking other guy. What's his name? Mikey. Might no the rat. Oh, Rick, Jimmy. Jimmy. So, Jimmy. So, yes. Jimmy Jimmy's, Jimmy Jimmy's yep. uh Jimmy's saying goodbye to this body and uh, complaining about how many funerals there are. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: This is another scene of Jimmy being uh, obviously the mole.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's walking up to Junior and being like, hey, Junior, how many of these fucking feudals have we got to be at here? Uh, give me some goss. Yeah,
1: remember how um,
2: you guys killed Brendan Filoni? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that into my lapel, if you could. <laughs> That's where I hear the best. It echoes up into my ears. <laughs> yeah. So um, we get a second of that reminding us that, hey, Remember how Jimmy's the mole? Well, Jimmy's yes. the mole. Uh, Jimmy the mole. But that's very quick, and that, I think we go back to the funeral later. But in the meantime, we're uh, talking. We're, we're talking Christopher. We're talking Silvio. Yep. Yeah, and they're talking tone. They're talking tone. They're talking depression, and uh, yeah, they they are talking about it in the way that Tony's afraid of. Where you know. Silvio's kind of defending him. He's like, hey, look, top guys all have dark moods. Churchill drank. Napoleon, he was a moody fuck. <laughs> yep. But the implication from both of them being like, Christopher seems worried that it means Tony isn't a good leader if he's depressed. And Silvio's yeah. like, hey, even if he, he could be a good leader and have a dark side, he, still de- he doesn't accept that it could be depression either.
1: Yeah, true, 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 true. Yep. Yeah, I I agree because you know it's the way that Paulie ends up reacting to it as well, and um, yeah, Christopher. We've seen in that conversation with Tony in a previous episode, Mm -hmm. he doesn't. He's not as um, open to this as a real affliction that isn't um, emasculating. You know, he still thinks of it as something to make fun of. To to uh, that it's a sign of weakness. And he's struggling with it in this scene as well. He
2: is doing his best. They all want to not think that, it feels like, but they all kind of do. Right, exactly. Silvio and Christopher are like, or Silvio is looking for a way around it. You know, yeah, he could yeah. go, okay, he's exhibiting the signs, but it's for this cool uh, manly reason that means he's a great yeah. leader. And Christopher yep. is kind of like, he couldn't be, right? But then we got cut mm. to Tony who is depressed as fuck, lying in bed. It's the middle of yep. the day. Carmela's yep. off to uh, buy a suit for Anthony Junior for uh, like a, the prom, basically. Yes, yes, it's yes, yes. I guess um, it wouldn't be the prom, yeah. prom yet, but it's a dance.
1: Yeah, school dance. I forget what they call it. They do, yeah. Um, but yeah, Tony is uh, he's he's hopped up on lithium and Prozac, which he's done before mm. when he's had
2: particularly bad spells. But um, he looks fucking yeah, out of it. No good. And it's because pussy's missing is uh, has been like a an instigating event.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, which I felt like we just watched the previous episode a few days ago. I felt like this one started kind of abruptly.
2: Yes, it feels like there's been a time right? jump between them. Yeah, I was
1: genuine. I literally thought I skipped an episode by mistake. Is how sort of yeah, uh, it doesn't really give a lot of context. Um, but that's okay. I think as as soon as you recenter yourself and settle in, it it's not an issue. But right. It was a little like. A lot has happened because Pussy. The last time we saw him, or we saw the guys, they were like, "Yeah, he was meant to show up here, but he he just didn't." Yeah, you
2: know. And now it's like, no, he's gone missing. It seems like it's been a few days or something here. Yeah, at least a yeah. few days, because yeah, Tony's found himself time to get into this bigger funk, mm. and it's mm. all that he can do to yank himself out of bed to close the blinds that has opened. But what yep. does he see behind those? Where those curtains should be, I guess. It's not behind the curtains, but it's behind where he wants (laughs) the curtains to be. Uh, A tree. He sees a couple of trees, and behind (laughs) those trees, what does he see? Some grass. Yes, and standing on top of that grass is... A gazebo. And underneath that gazebo, uh, hanging up clothing is... A chair. (laughs) A chair. No, there's not a chair. Actually, there's a. <laughs>
1: oh, really?
2: <laughs> there's a a a, a chair. Rub. <laughs> <laughs> in the Tony sees a babe hanging up yes. white linen, wearing white linen, just yep. a very unrealistic looking person, unrealistically doing unrealistic. Like straight away, she's she's mystical and she's. um uh, Exactly. She
1: yes, she looks like she's out of. Maybe a renaissance painting uh, of an idyllic Italian villa, you know. This is the woman who's painted
2: like flopped in Fabio's arms on the cover of a romance novel. Yes. Uh, So Fabio from me to uh, suggest that this might not be real, but uh, we immediately (laughs) cut to big bottles of Prozac and lithium that are getting rapidly emptied and Tony is chomping down on pretty quick.
1: Yep, I um, obviously I'd seen this episode before and I knew this that uh, Isabella wasn't real, but I reckon I would have been uh, naive enough <laughs> the first time I watched it to fully buy this.
2: I, d- I went through all things, so I don't. Th- I think we're right. past the point where I'd seen up to. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And I think at first I thought she was like a vision, and then I think mm-hmm. I thought I start started believing that she. Was real because they're interacting, and it seemed like it would be a fucking crazy direction to go with this show to have right. Tony hallucinate a whole person and a bunch of interactions with her because he's taking too much lithium. Uh, right. And then it turns out that's exactly what I, you know, yeah. <laughs> everyone who's listening to this has either seen this episode or doesn't care if we spoil yep. it. So, yeah, she ain't real. No, not no. at all. Uh,
1: but, but I think not, um, not a cheap trick, you know. I think it's 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 important for his emotional journey, and sure, uh, I,
2: I I like it because of that. I think it is done as well as this idea could be done in this show, I suppose. But mm-hmm. I do think it's a bit lame. Yeah, okay, fair um, enough. But we are also twenty-two years this- out from the fact, and Fight Club yes. is a cliche now, and all of that. Exactly. So at yeah, the time, yeah. maybe more impactful. But for me, watching it. Now as I am, I think it's pretty silly. Yeah,
1: okay, that's fair. That's fair.
2: Um, um, but yes, he is obviously entranced by this this vision. Yes, and then he goes and sits weirdly in the shower, and uh, <laughs> yep. Then we move away from him back to this funeral that I guess is happening at the same time. And uh, yeah, Mikey and Junior are having a having a little chat now in front of the the body, and uh, I think Junior's telling him a story about how he got his first hand job off of this lady. Yep. Uh, but yep. then after the handjob chat, he's talking about, okay, this fucking this fucking cunt Jimmy is asking me all about the felony hit, da-da-da, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't like the cut of his jib. Something's up with, with Jimmy here as well. He's being weird. But mm-hmm. Mikey and this other guy here reassure um, Junior that the thing is going ahead, mm-hmm. that thing being the, the hit on Tony Soprano. Yes, it's all that's moving right. forward.
1: Forget the name of the other guy, but he features for at
2: least what the next. He's in the next episode. To two? two, yeah, right, two episodes. Okay, yeah. Because uh, um, when we're recording this, we're recording the next episode. We've seen both of these last two episodes now, so we won't spoil the next yeah. episode if you're watching along. But no, we of have course watched not. it at this point.
1: Yeah, but they introduce yeah, basically a second hand, um, a right hand man for Mikey. Yeah. Um and yeah they're uh <laughs> intending
2: on killing Tony Soprano. That's going ahead. That's actually finally coming to fruition. And Mikey's excited about it to the point where he's pissing off Junior by how much he's talking about it. He's like can yes. you just let me get back to saying what if kids collected prayer cards? It's like yep. Junior, you know, Jesus ain't no pokemon. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Junior is is um He's not morally conflicted about it, but he doesn't want to hear about it. He doesn't want to know the details. Right. This is his nephew that he's having killed. Exactly. He's saying, "If I delegate, I delegate." Like, I get that I made the fucking decision, but Jesus Christ, go and do it. Yep. Do yep. you? Do, you don't need to keep badgering me about it. Like, he's still he's upset that he has feels he has to do it. You know, yeah, he's exactly. not happy that he's yep. murdering his nephew, but he's also not questioning whether he should. Totally, he wants
1: to. Have it at arm's length. Whereas, yeah, Mikey is just yeah. gleeful.
2: Uh, meanwhile, Christopher is over at Tony's house and telling him that, like, yeah, look, no one's seen pussy. There's no word on the street. I saw his family and they don't, they definitely don't know where he is. So we don't know what's going on with him. And Tony says that he's sick of hearing about pussy as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. The whole episode, he, 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 because he's clearly depressed about it, but he just, I guess, he wants to be distracted. He yep. wants the drugs to distract him, and he doesn't want
2: people to keep fucking bringing it up. Can't it, you know? Can't can't handle it in the same way that Junior's not wanting to handle with uh, the Tony talk. They, yeah. uh, he also mentions that Jimmy came to the Butter Bing, and you know they haven't done anything yet, but they can't fucking stand to look at him in the face anymore. Type of thing.
1: Yeah, they, they're they feeding him just like bullshit. They're not letting him get any more information out of them, but yeah, yeah. playing nice. But
2: yeah. Tony doesn't know still. He's questioning whether or not Jimmy's even the guy, as sure as he was yeah. last time. Yeah. He he doesn't want anything to move on that because he's feeling weird about that now. He's completely lost in the woods here. Yes. You know, he doesn't know where, where pussy's gone. He doesn't feel confident about that. It's Jimmy. He doesn't want anything to happen. He wants to lay in bed and take his pills and uh, Christopher to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like yeah. he says, Is he's th- going to go downstairs. Christopher's like, to do <gasps> yeah. what? <gasps> <laughs> yeah. To get his pants out <laughs> of the fucking dryer, which yes, you shouldn't have your pants in the dryer with the, with the basement door closed and no air filtration. <sighs> yeah. coming out of there. Shit's yeah. going to go wrong. But so Tony does get dressed and he walks over to the neighbor's house. Which yeah. this is the Kuzumano's house that he's seen the, yes. the the lady in.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone looking for big pussy and he finds medium
2: pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you could uh. put it that way if you really wanted to. He finds yeah. some of her like laundry on the on the on the floor <laughs> and brings it over to her and they have a little chat. Her name is yep. um is mentioned in the conversation. <laughs> it's the title of the episode, Adam. It's the title of the Isabella. episode. Isabella. <laughs> and she explains to him, oh, yeah, the kuzumanos, they went to Bermuda to play, play golf and I'm like their cousin or some shit. Yeah, Italy, yeah. I'm looking after the house. Yeah. Exchange dental student.
1: That's it? Yeah, she's reading some book about dental health. Mm. Um, and Tony needs a bloody book about mental health, if you
2: ask me. So, yeah, he's to I wonder if there's some reason that it's the dental thing because, like, Tony mentions, like, oh, okay, oral surgery, <laughs> I'd, I'd stay awake during a root canal if you was my dentist, all that sort of <sighs> That's stuff. Right, he but does say that, yeah. I don't know if there's some sort of, uh, you know, in the writing reason that she was yeah. a dental student. The Italy stuff makes sense, obviously. She's speaking. A lot of Italian with him And uh, you know Is talking about Being back in Italy And the the connection That he wants to feel there To what he considers To be the peaceful Relaxing Safe place mm-hmm. of Italy Rather than this Dangerous risky Shitty place he's in now That makes sense But yeah I don't know what The dental student thing uh, is
1: I would hazard a guess And say That it's meant to be Freudian I think everything about her Is probably uh, As is referenced by Melfi later She's a maternal figure Yep a loving figure. Oral fixation uh, is a Freudian concept. Sure. Uh, as you go through the stages of development, you, as a child, you become obsessed with mouths and then like anuses. It's like it's just a, a, a Freudian concept, I think. Um, as you can clearly tell, I did one semester of Freud in my philosophy degree, <laughs> and I've retained everything. I think it's just, yeah, the same for the same reason that she is a, yeah, a maternal figure, a warming, welcoming figure. It's just psychology
2: shit. It could be a doctor thing as well. Melfi's a doctor. Could be a doctor
1: thing. Absolutely, it could be a doctor thing. Yes. And it's some version yes. of
2: a doctor that Tony's old-fashioned brain can understand could be a woman.
1: Often it's said that dreams of teeth falling out is meant to indicate stress. Maybe it's, you know, it's like, oh, someone yeah. who's going to take care of my problems. Like, it, this is obviously all very free association. You know, we're just guessing. But clearly she represents, yeah, yeah. something to him.
2: Uh, so he drives off. He's gone to to Melfi's place for yes. a, um, a therapy session. Yes. And Christopher, who, you know, was just around at Tony's and was offering to drive him somewhere and didn't like how Tony, you know, didn't want to do anything. He's taken it upon himself to follow Tony around and um, just try to see what the fuck's going on. He, I would imagine, has suspicions about Tony because talk of a rat is happening. You know, you, you, you wonder whether or not Christopher is maybe following him to see if something like that's going on or if he really is just concerned for Tony's health.
1: Right, that's that's a good point, yeah. all Everything that everyone has al- always said about the issues with him going to therapy are that, you know, he's telling someone about their business. Mm. Um, I definitely just read it as Christopher genuinely being uh, concerned for him. I think that's yeah. mainly
2: it, but yeah, whatever it is, it does work out in Tony's favour because the people who it's... Mikey has hired to do the hit are about to fucking do it. Yeah. This is when and... <laughs> they were going to shoot Tony Soprano.
1: For some reason, this recap... Gives these guys full names, first names and last names. I don't believe they're named in the show. I think so.
2: One of the, I think the guy who isn't Mikey, but is Mikey's other guy, said something about like something P or D. What are their names? <laughs> Rasheen Ray and William Claiborne. Oh, well, it, they definitely didn't mention that. <laughs> I didn't,
1: maybe on the news at the end of the episode. like. Oh, yeah, the, that could, the, yep. Because one of them gets killed, obviously, but f- full names for characters I had no idea had names. No, they're um, just the
2: hitmen that, that are hired by Mikey to kill Tony. And they've... they've yeah. Uh, so Mikey knows about the therapy stuff. And so yeah, he has yeah. sent them to that specific spot to kill him yep. there because he knows Tony will be alone and all of that. But mm-hmm. Christopher just happens to pull up here because he's been following him. He thinks he's just walking into the donut shop Shop that the yep. the... Doctor's office is behind, and uh, yeah, just because he pulls up and like blocks these guys in, and now is like a witness to the crime. If they were to do it, they they bail. Yeah, they have a yell at him, Tony, and there's an altercation, and he takes note yeah. of the car and shit like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, true.
2: Yes, yes, yes. But, but yes, Tony, Tony literally dodges a bullet. Yep, Chris, uh, you know, d- p- double parks them in and uh, walks into the donut shop, but sees Tony's gone and. The mystery remains for Chris and mm. the life remains for Tony. <laughs> but um, maybe this is the P guy because, uh, yeah. <laughs> what the, Whoever, whoever oh, they referred to yeah. before, they've got some other contact who um, Junior and Mikey are now meeting to, you know, they would presume hear about the hit.
1: Yeah yeah. This is this is the smash cut
2: to Junior spewing out the car, right? Right. Yeah, he's ha- he's yeah. he's all worked up about this. He's yep. feeling sick over it literally. Donnie is the other guy. Yep. The Mikey guy and they they're waiting yep. on him to uh <laughs> to come and and tell them whether or not Tony was killed. I wonder if they had Junior throw up to get this little joke in as well where Mikey offers Junior mints. I noticed that as well. Yeah, maybe. But maybe. uh it's not great No But it does serve to Like Junior comes across as Ineffectual and a bit silly In all of this Like he's trying to kill someone yeah. And he yeah. freaks out And lays down in the back of the car To not be seen by yep. this other guy Like he, he comes across as not quite bumbling But You know Not up to the task Like you would imagine Tony would be you
1: Exactly know, You don't You don't see Any of Tony's crew Like Paulie and Silvio Have never flinched at You know Doing this kind of stuff before um, yeah, totally got that feel.
2: He looks comical. Polly is silly, but uh, yeah, there's 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 something undercutting about how, the way they're treating Junior here. And yeah. so yeah, this guy Donnie Mike, and uh, Mike's friend, I have to talk to him. Donnie tells them, "Hey, look, they got parked in. There was a witness guy. It didn't happen today. It'll happen tomorrow. You got my word. I know that yep. it's serious. I mean, I, the, the way I hear it, Tony's own mother wants him popped, and they." Freak out about it. Yep. And he's like, what? I'm just joking around. And it's a joke that's going to cost him dearly.
1: It's going to cost him the ultimate price. $1,000. $99, yeah.
2: Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, Mikey goes and fucking pops him. Pops his head. Yeah. On Junior's order. He goes back to Junior and Junior's like, I don't like that fucking joke. You go kill that guy. He's got a big mouth. Yep. So yeah, but they do
1: presumably, it- yeah, the next day has been set up already, so it doesn't matter. Right. He's he's
2: he's done. But they, you know, pretty happily just give him a bullet to the head, and Junior yeah. is still crouching down for some reason as they drive past this yep. dead body, like yep. peeking over the very edge of the of the window. Yes.
1: Yeah. You're right. It's definitely on purpose. It's definitely made to make him look like he's not. The guy who should be in charge.
2: Exactly. It makes him look like a stooge. Yes, totally. And uh, meanwhile, at Melfi's office, Tony's kind of complain complaining about the amount of medication that he's on and, and his depression. Yeah. And yeah. Melfi's trying to say, hey, look, it's meant to be a kickstart. And he's like, ah, oh, look, it's this fucking sucks and you ain't helping me and fuck you, pretty much. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's saying he feels numb and... everything he touches turns to shit. He's not happy at all. That's right. He's reverse
1: King Midas, he says. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But uh, it's not really working for whatever reason. The the therapy, he's not feeling good about Mm. it. He's arguing for, hey, give me more drugs or something to fix it. Let's go. And she uh, goes, okay, we will up the fucking Prozac for a bit because... I think for a moment she even suggests like, well maybe you need to go somewhere more in depth than me. And he's like, yeah. what, fucking pair of walls and straight jackets. But when he goes to the chemist to get these drugs, he runs into Isabella.
1: Yes. And he looks happy for the first or the second time this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, and some more small talk, talking about what she's doing, what she's studying.
2: She's bought and a then- sandwich called a hero and she's like, What is oh, it yeah, called that's a hero? Right. What's well, so yeah. heroic about it? And he's like, hey, fuck that sandwich. Yeah, fuck that stupid American sandwich. Let's go for lunch. Uh-huh. So they go and have a sit down at this, like, beautiful little restaurant that's yep. got a... Yeah. It's very sunny there. It's got very Italian-looking decor. It does, doesn't it? It's a beautiful little patio,
1: lots of white sort of wrought iron from memory. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And she's like, hey, are you from this part of Italy? And he's like, oh, holy shit, I am. And she's like, oh, my God, mm. it's a beautiful place. And starts, you know, very uh, painting a very much a beautiful picture of this place that Tony wants to go to. And we zoom in on their faces as he gets drawn into this fantasy and starts to imagine her as like a motherly figure holding what you'd presume to be their son. In Mm. olden days Italy with garlic hanging up on the wall and a fireplace in the corner and stone everywhere. Yep. Yeah, pretty
1: appealing. It is. I wish I was there. It looks beautiful. I'd love to live in olden days Italy. Yeah. I've thought about buying one of those one euro houses in Italy. Oh, yeah. You have to invest like 45,000 euro to fix them up. But
2: even so... I'd miss the internet. I've got to be honest with myself. I'd miss modern yeah, shit yeah yeah i'd get to olden days Italy and be like oh man i should play mega man 3 <laughs> you know yeah but um, go live in rome and go on a day trip but yeah that's he, he he gets fully brought into this thing and then and then kind of snaps back out of it and she's talking about mm. tumours of the gum and stuff that's like right. that that's right which that's right it's weird that I, I don't know what the dentist thing is about
1: Right, yeah, 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 this being a detailed aspect of the fantasy, it's very oh, much it's soft to- soft gum flesh and tumors of the mouth. it's like,
2: okay, right, it's prominent, yes, yes, so I wish I could kind of figure out what they might be trying to do with that, but anyway, uh back at the sopranos' house, they're having a nice dinner all together at like uh you know, their mums around, and yep uh, yep. Carmella gets um, Anthony Jr. To pull the chair out for her Because Anthony's going on this dance And he's got to learn manners mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in comes Donny. Donnie <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean He looks like a bit of a fucking donut at the moment He blasts yeah, out these double yeah. doors And lumbers up there With his stained sweatshirt And his fucking his robe fucking on robe. His
1: dirty robe that he refuses to let the,
2: the maid clean Right Yeah. And uh They end up telling him that they think, hey, fuck you. (laughs) Tony, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's he he, obviously Livia is not
2: happy about this. This is not what she wanted to raise. He's ruining her fantastic mood that she's in, talking about some lady in Pennsylvania who shot her children and set her house on fire. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, and she's always yeah. been like this. She's always reading the obituaries and shit. But it, I yeah. really like the way that they bring her talking about these kids dying in a fire and stuff. in later on, is that
1: in this episode that Melfi might be the next of... episode?
2: Yeah, who knows? Okay. We'll keep it. We'll keep <laughs> it close to our chests for now. Because yeah. um, <laughs> Olivia asks Carmela, like, who's this fucking guy in the robe? Who's this cunt? Is this my son? Mm-hmm. And this isn't Mm -hmm. in her, like, you know, faking it way. This is in uh, uh, this my kid's a fucking loser for being depressed way. Yeah. She pretty much explicitly says that, like, my father came here with 17 cents in his pocket, and you think he ever complained? Tell her son that he's a piece of shit. Men these days, they need to harden up. Exactly. She's got no sympathy for him, and she'll say as much to everybody, but he's off back upstairs. He's not going to give a fuck about listening to this. Yeah. And she takes the opportunity to have a fake cry. <laughs> yeah. Yet again. Yeah, she's she- never...
1: I'm never coming back to this house. Yeah.
2: She's a peak manipulation currently.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, which is a bad... It's And um, Tony is in a... Uh, what's the opposite of a peak? <laughs> a Ultimate trough. Ultimate trough. Yeah. A
2: trough. Emotional trough. That's why a good time for that. A pig is the opposite of a mountain goat because pigs eat out of troughs and mountain goats eat at the peak of a mountain. That's right. That's commonly known animal fact. Um, totally, yeah. They also point out that Junior isn't at that dinner. Yeah. They invited him around, yeah. but he didn't come because, as you would imagine, he, f- he feels guilty about the hit he's he- trying to take out <laughs> on Tony. Yes. He wasn't feeling well, which is true. That's a true excuse. That's, yeah, that's true. But so yep. uh, it's the next morning and uh, Tony's looking out the window at the neighbor cousin, uh, Isabella, again. And in mm-hmm. comes Carmella, looks out and goes, ah, fuck you, Tony. You're looking at this fucking hot woman. What's wrong with you? Yep. What am I, a piece of fucking meat to you? What am I, a piece of strut, uh, gabagool? Strudel? Over <laughs> did say strudel? Yeah. What am I, nothing. And then... Yeah, you, you you can't, don't cast
1: a fucking glance my way for a month and a th- bit of thigh over there and you're out of bed. Right. Curtains
2: open. And Tony admits he went to lunch with her and stuff like that. They have a bit of a fight yeah. about it that, you know, she's actually helping him here, actually being right. a, yeah. a, a wife yeah. and she should cut his dick off. I'll cut your fucking dick off. Now, okay, I thought it was in this conversation, but it must have been the last one. At one point... Carmella tells Tony, I guess the day before, that she's Mm. off to go and get Anthony Jr. a suit for this formal. And then later on this day, I guess, the maid tells Tony that that's where Carmella had gone. Right. And I thought that was something to do with like giving you a clue that it was imagined or whatever, because this conversation Uh, we know later from the episode, Tony invented in his head. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I guess that just wasn't part of it. No, I don't think so. I didn't pick up on that being a part of it. But that is the reason that Carmel out of the house t- two days in a row. Is yeah, to go right. to the same same shopping center and buy the same suit for the kid. But I guess that's yeah. just nothing to do with anything. Maybe she couldn't find the suit the day before.
1: Or they go and get a fitting, and then they you know tailor it, and they
2: pick it up, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, something, that makes something. sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what people do during the day, <laughs> such as go and see a matinee <laughs> <Clearly>. movie. <laughs> Yeah, Junior and Livia are out catching a flick, I guess. Which is so weird to me. The fact that them going out and seeing a matinee movie together is a very strange place for them to be. That's what people over 65 do, right? I guess so. What movie are they seeing in 1999? (laughs) Maybe it's an old movie being replayed. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. It's a revival theatre and they're playing Gone with the Wind. Yeah, they're $3 tickets, it says on the sign... But they're having yeah, a chat sure. outside, and Livia is um, basically saying, "Hey, I'm glad we're killing Tony. I had this cousin <laughs> yeah. who, like, yeah, back when he was something happened to him. I don't remember what. And his his mum is uh, hap- wishes he'd have died before he'd have turned to shit. And my Tony's yeah. sitting in a bathrobe at seven p.m. He's as good as dead to me because he's depressed. It's what
1: yeah. she hurry says. Yeah, hurry up hurry up and get the fucking hit done right, because I want
2: him out. <laughs> right, pretty much. And Jimmy's yeah. saying the same thing of like, can you shut the fuck up about that? Everyone <sighs> keeps talking to me about the one thing I don't want to have a conversation about. Yeah. Here in the loud, windy area that would be hard to... Anyway, uh, Tony's back in bed. <laughs> He's still there. Yep. And this is when the yep. maid comes in and says, carmela has gone to-, to buy the suit for AJ. Right. So... Tony tells her to fuck off and goes next door to try and continue this affair he clearly wants to have
0: Let's get back to that gabugul.
2: mm yeah, he's certainly having an emotional affair in his mind at least. He really wants to go and fuck this lady next door instead of anyone who he's married yep. to yeah, or even his <laughs> <laughs> mistress, so he gets yeah, so he gets dressed again and goes on back down to he's I guess having daily sessions with Melfi at the moment.
1: Yeah, it's, that makes sense, right? He's in fucking crisis point. Like,
2: this is the this lowest is I suppose so, and they've got pain. the money. So yeah. he goes back down to this newsstand and he asks for a racing form and an orange juice, and he gets handed the biggest bottle of orange juice I've yes. seen one person intend to drink in my life. Absolutely. It's a... What Like a one litre glass bottle of orange juice It's enormous It looks big yeah. in, in James Gandolfini's hands So you yeah. can only and imagine he's, the he's, size of this orange juice Yeah It's probably two litres You're talking um, 40, 50 oranges Yeah To get this much yeah. juice I think you're squeezing, you're squeezing dozens of oranges here And it seems I like mean, it's all for Tony Because he starts glugging it down yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It is. It looks like he cracked a two-litre bottle of milk and just started <laughs> slurping it down. Yeah.
2: This man's walking around with a 1.25 Coke saying, here's my, <laughs> yeah. m- my little drink. Yeah. But he's off back to the car with this huge bottle, a glass bottle. Yep. I guess. And the
1: ultimate irony is that he won't get to drink any more of his giant <laughs> bottle of orange Unfortunately,
2: juice. Unfortunately, he only gets to drink a normal <laughs> amount of orange juice. <laughs> yeah. Because... Uh, this juice bottle, very cinematically in slow motion, gets uh, yep. blown out of his hand here. Yes. The first bullet uh, finally. Rasheen Ray and William Claiborne get to launch their uh, assassination attempt. Those famous names. Now I can't remember what song yep. is playing here because I'm listening to it. On mute. I'm I'm just going to play it for a second because uh, there is a song underneath. Okay. I believe that's the case. At least there's there's a song that's playing beforehand. Okay, it's just some, like, instrumental <laughs> music song, maybe. <laughs> okay. But there's there's some song playing to try and make this uh, this moment cinematic. And, yeah, the first bullet hits the orange juice. Uh, yep. Tony's seen the reflection of the oncoming gunman. Um, yes. In his car window. And he uh, is very lucky that those first couple of shots don't connect. Because it takes yes. him a little bit to respond to this. But he jumps in the car. And a uh, big sort of, I guess, fight scene happens
1: here. I really liked this because, yeah. like, yeah, t- like you know, Tony is a big guy. He's probably strong, but he's not a fucking you know kung fu expert or anything like that. Mm. He's he's a killer, you know, and he's going to defend himself uh, as he references later, like you know, with every fiber of his being. But it's it's not unreasonable. Like, I think from what I've heard about like what real guns are like, it's not crazy that you would miss someone you know if you're mm. moving and and aiming and firing it's like yeah you probably would miss and accidentally get the juice bottle like it's probably more likely that it would have hit the newsstand like it's not right this is not crazy this is pretty realistically done and he jumps in the car uh the guy puts his arm through the window right or does he smash the window he I can't kind of remember
2: if it's open pulls the first guy in through the window there yeah. the window's already been smashed yeah. by uh, the second bullet
1: that's right yeah
2: and then um Yeah, these guys who were described by Mikey as definitely able to get the job done. So, But, uh, you know, whatever. That could also be... They get the job done with a full clip rather than first shot. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, like, grabs that guy, puts him in a headlock. The other guy comes up next to him on the other side of the car, fires a shot that Tony is able to, like, like pull the other guy's head in the way of, (laughs) basically. Yeah. So the first attacker gets shot in the head. The second guy... Tony, again, yanks him through the window and kind of drives off with him. Yeah. And uh, puts him under the wheel of the car, pretty much. Yep. Uh, uh, he apparently survives, though, and runs yes. away. Yeah. But then Tony uh, crashes <laughs> while yeah. looking behind him into a parked car.
1: Yep. Um. Pretty good scene. Yeah, it pretty, works, definitely. Pretty good scene, yeah. Yeah. And obviously, like, ending it with a car crash. It's, yep. Like, he's not successfully driving away all happy. Right. Yeah. Um, It all plays like you would probably expect it to play out in real life.
2: Yeah. And so Tony's in the hospital. Um, Carmelo Meadow and uh, Tony Jr. have come to to see him and they're all, you know, worried, obviously. But Tony immediately looks happier and more relaxed than he has this whole time.
1: Totally. Absolutely. He mentions it later, but yeah. uh, And you're right. Like, I think during the sort of incident, it takes a a, a second for him to snap out of it. And he is on, like, a lot of drugs, Mm. so
2: fair enough. But, yes, he comes back to life, essentially. He's got a bigger smile on his face than he's had in a while. He looks, you know, old-fashioned Tony again. He's joking around with everyone. He's telling Anthony Junior, yeah. okay, what's your fucking problem? Yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. He's back to being Tony, but, unfortunately, uh, the FBI is here as well. So, in comes yeah. this FBI agent who we've we've seen before. I forget his name. But, Harris. Um, agent Harris. Agent Harris. That's the one. And he, he kind of offers... He, uh, he well he straight up offers tony the hey why don't you put a wire on
1: yeah yeah flip on everyone else and yeah. witness protection you're out everyone's safe um, your kids get to grow up without you know this shit happening around them exactly camella camella refuses to leave the conversation despite tony asking her to yeah
2: and obviously this appeals to her she wants That's safety. Because the FBI's position is, hey, guess what? Someone's trying to kill you. Want to have that not be the case? Come with us. Uh, And he, you know, he immediately is like, no, fuck off, whatever. This is part of it. And pretty quickly, I think Carmela understands that there's no way he's going to do this and she can't talk him around to it. You know, she takes the card and she tells him he's being childish, but he is steadfast yeah he's asking her as well like did you ever tell anyone about me seeing melfi and she asks him if 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 he thinks that someone is trying to kill him because of the psychologist thing which he Mm. is exactly right about yes but she seems to say (laughs) that as though it was ridiculous yeah 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 uh, but yeah he, he very much tells her, Look I'm Tony Soprano And this is where I live And this is what I do And there's no way You're going to be able To get me out Into the fucking You know Utah Selling bullshit He's very yeah. afraid To be a salesman He is
1: isn't he Yeah Really hates yeah. the thought of
2: it Um, Fair enough I also
1: never want To be a salesman Yeah uh, Thanks for listening to the ads at the start and end of this podcast. <laughs> by the way, really appreciate. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, the boys arrive right. They're like, show up. They're like, hey, we're going to take care of Tony. No one's coming in around. Yeah, you know, Paulie fine. and
2: Scylla here, and just like, yeah. You know, rather than making him afraid to be in the mob or anything like that, it's it's driving home the point that he's like, okay, I'm more in this than ever. Kind of. Totally, which we yes, get more of during is... the rest of the episode because, uh, right, uh, uh, fucking Junior and Livia. Uh, sitting here watching the news about how Tony survived. And they are not happy about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. This is, again,
1: this is Livia driving home the point of like, how the fuck could this not go
2: ahead? Yeah. What's, what's taken so like still? Yeah. So they're in crisis mode now and Livia straight away is like, okay, well, we go see him. We've got to go see yes. him. Junior's like, what the yes. fuck? We can't go see him. And she's like, yep, we got to go around there. we got to make ourselves known.
1: She's so smart. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely what you should have done if you didn't want anyone to realise you ordered the hit. And even if you did, you got to play nice. you got to show your face. you got to keep up the appearances. Because if you don't go...
2: Then it's obvious because battle lines are drawn. So they're all around at Tony's house. There's there's Sil, there's uh, Paulie, there's Christopher. He's wearing a weird fishing hat because yep. he's <laughs> off fishing, I guess. And yeah. they're talking about who might have done it, and Tony's like, "Look, it was a fucking carjacking. Who gives a shit? It was a couple of idiots." And yep. they're like, and so they say, "Yeah, a couple of idiots and a fucking tourist. They don't use the word idiots, but I'm gonna I'm gonna mm-hmm. editorialize here. Yep. And, yep. uh this is
1: not a this is not a history podcast where we need to show the facts as they were, no. as to not clean up the representation <laughs> of you know the terrible
2: nineties. Uh, this no. is a comedy show
1: where we're not going to say any slurs.
2: Couple of jackasses in a new Taurus. Yep. And yep. Uh, Christopher hears Taurus and he's like, "Holy shit! I saw a couple of fucking jackasses in a Taurus." Yeah. Holy
1: cannoli. Um. Oh, I think. The reason that he wears a fishing hat is to um,
2: set up that that guy has a boat, and he'd been away. Yeah, maybe it's that, but it just like that's why he wasn't at the hospital straight away. That's why yeah. he's hearing about this for the first time in this scene, I guess. Yeah, because straight away it's like, that is weird. These guys in a fucking Taurus. I I was parked up in a Taurus in the same place the day before, and Tony's like, oh, "Fuck, you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, I was taking my mother to the doctor. Right, exactly. He's he's yeah. which Tony seems to buy, I guess. But yeah. um they're all eating, they're all hanging out, they're gonna try and figure out who it is. And when Junior gets there, they say like, Oh shit, okay, we kind of thought it yeah. was him, maybe, but here he is, so I guess it <laughs> wasn't. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I guess.
1: I'm not sure how much they buy it, but it, it it's on the surface level. Yes. They're like, oh, okay. What I don't think that? Tony yeah.
2: gives a shit that he's there. Tony hugs him, but like has a very yeah. much a look of fuck you to him while yeah. he hugs him. But for the other guys, they're like, hey, okay, this is a sign that it maybe wasn't, wasn't Junior. Um, also, the priest guy is there for some reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he takes this as a moment to try and get Tony closer to God, but mm-hmm. uh, Tony shoots a few barbs at him. Why don't you grab a sandwich? eh? We'll talk later. Hey, you're staying the night, right?
1: (laughs) That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, weird for this priest guy to be opportunistic uh, and try to
2: (laughs) manipulate someone while they're emotionally vulnerable. Right. So, yeah, they're all having to sit around. They're they're checking up on Tony, blah, blah, blah. And this is where um, uh, Livia takes her first steps towards doing her Walter White Breaking Bad performance uh, yes, yeah. uh, her, her fugue yes. state. Yeah, that's the one. Yes, yes. And this is the first time she uh, doesn't recognize or claims not to recognize Meadow. Yep, yep. I forget
1: what. what does she con- confuse her for? The maid or for? She's just like, like Who cousin the or that? someone else. She just yeah, says right. who's that
2: uh, for, for right. now. Right. Um, but she's she's planting the seeds and laying the groundwork for her master plan.
1: Yeah, yeah, or she has Alzheimer's She doesn't
2: Get the fuck out of here Oh, wow, Get the fuck okay. out of here, there's no way Wow, Dr. Knox over that here Making the diagnosis <laughs> I'm a dental nurse <laughs> Hubba hubba Yeah, um, I was studying under the actual dental student That I've <laughs> reduced to being a nurse <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah <laughs> But she's fictional, uh, whatever. But anyway, yeah, they're, they're all <laughs> hanging around, and it does seem like for Paulie and Silvio, and that at least they no longer suspect Junior as much. But sure. Tony ain't buying it, sure. and yep. uh, yeah, Livia is laying this um, this Alzheimer's groundwork. Which yeah, she's fucking faking it like hell, ma'am. There ain't no yep. way. I don't, I don't trust her at all. Speaking of lacking trust, um, it's the middle of the night, and Carmela's driven Tony to see Melfi in. Uh, you know, a non-psychiatrist's office location. They're just meeting up in her car. They've driven into the middle of nowhere, you'd assume. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Carmela shoots her a bit of a look mm-hmm.
1: and drives mm-hmm. away. And Tony, I jumps remember in. when I thought you were a man and then was very
2: jealous of the fact that you were a woman. Yeah, exactly. And that is your fault, says Carmella. <laughs> yeah, look. yeah, yeah. But I think it's also like a don't-you-fucking-try-anything look. She's, you know, she's... She sure. knows who Tony is and she has no control over that. So maybe she could control the people Tony tries to be Tony with. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, they have a catch up about what's just happened. And Tony is there to check up if Melfi had ever told her anyone about him.
1: Right. And she's and pretty she honest.
2: honest. Yeah, absolutely.
1: She's like, yeah, I mean, it come, came up in conversation that I was treating someone who was in the news um, but I never mentioned you by name or any of your associates or your friends by name, so... Yeah. I don't yeah. think that
2: she gives him the full picture of what she yeah. said to people, but she pretty much tells him, hey, look, you're fine. I People kind of know. Like, obviously, people close to me would kind of know what I do, but whatever.
1: Yeah, there's nothing that could be used as evidence. I think is what she's saying. And yeah, Yeah. I guess you're right. Like there have been pretty open conversations with her family and stuff. Where the
2: Cusamanos, yeah, like two episodes ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that is true. She, I don't. She doesn't lay it all out there. Mm. But uh, Tony kind of tells her as well. Like I don't think this is a session as much as it's him. You know, being checking up on her but he he tells right. her hey you know what that attempted assassination man, didn't feel too bad <laughs> yeah and yeah then lays out the whole sort of vision he had with the who he still believes is a real person Isabella uh, talking about how he imagined her in the early 1900s having this baby being a motherly yeah, And she's like, oh the baby was called Antonia Was it? Interesting mm. Well guess what, that's mm. you You want a <laughs> good mother
1: Yes, yeah Your happy place that you went to uh, Is
2: about you wishing you had a good mother And a different upbringing And a different life, exactly. and a different relationship with her And your yeah. good mother was strongly old fashioned Italy Oh weird Tony Good thing you're paying <laughs> millions of fucking dollars for me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Um Um so, yeah, they've been sitting in a car and then we cut to this really funny and weird and awkward scene of um, Anthony Jr. going on his prom date with, with this oh, girl. Yeah. And Silvio and Paulie just sitting there, keeping watching them, not responding to any of the questions. No. Being no. unnecessarily intimidating.
1: Yeah, they're re- being real mob guys. They're being they're <laughs> real really mobby.
2: Are. Yeah, yeah. Do no you, whiskey for Antonio, no <laughs> Junior. <laughs> Do they think that this fucking prom date tried to assassinate Tony? Why are they got to be weird around her?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yes, they're obviously. I guess it's just there to be like.
2: Well, as with
1: many of the scenes with those two specifically, it's there to be funny. Yep. And it's there to
2: remind us all like
1: this family is in danger. Right. This has being t- taken very seriously. Exactly.
2: Uh, Junior goes and visits uh, Olivia to. Oh, sorry, just Olivia to call her out for the bullshit Alzheimer's thing straight away. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's furious with it and he sees straight through it, which is interesting. He's like, terrific timing, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that he sees through this move so much when he has been so easily manipulated by her up until now.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that his aims have aligned with... That manipulation to an extent, though. So like, he's been
2: happy to go along with it type of thing.
1: Yeah, he does want to be the boss. He does... If Tony wasn't his nephew, he would still be a threatening up-and-comer in the mob. He would probably want to quell that. Uh huh. Um, he's definitely been pushed in that direction by Livia, that's for sure. Like, we've seen him be manipulated. But, yeah, I I think he's... Probably, yeah, just too dumb to to realise how much of an influence she's had. Mm. And yeah, now that she's clearly doing something to avoid jail time <laughs> or arrest right. or implication in a murder or an attempted murder, uh, as soon as it's gone against his interests, he's finally realised.
2: And he's at a heightened state of awareness now because of what's going on. And she is probably mm-hmm. playing uh, m- riskier cards here because right. she's been pushed into a corner and has to do it. So it does not not make sense that he would uh, see through this one, but it's just interesting that the spell seems to have broken or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of well, breaking spells. Well, she's, now she's, she's done with him, you know. It's like a lot of these people, right. you know, once, once you're no longer
2: useful, then you are cast aside. She has to bail out of the plan. And uh, yeah. yeah, Tony is also currently bailing out. Of his imaginary girlfriend. Because <laughs> uh Cusimano's back and Tony's asking him some weird questions about the dental student, Isabella. Yep. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. My like friend came around a couple of times to like check on the house. There wasn't anybody staying here. Is this mm. some weird joke you're making? Tony's like, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a weird yeah. fucking joke that I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Skippy um, Palumbo was the guy that they had And I don't think Skippy <laughs> Palumbo sounds like the type of person That Tony was talking to No. So he tells him Yeah, yeah it was all a fucking weird joke And then goes inside and checks with Carmela, Like did we have a fight about a big tit neighbour And she's like no but now we are What are you yeah. talking about <laughs> Yeah no I did not say I was going to cut your dick off Right But she's like maybe I fucking should have Because what the fuck is mm. this Yeah, And uh, he rings up Melfi straight away And I I wonder if this is maybe happening too, because this is a way of getting him to stay in with Melfi, who has clearly become potentially a threat to him more than she ever has been. Not her directly, you know. Him seeing her, her existence, yeah, yeah, ramifications. Yep. Um, And yeah, he tells her like, "Hey, remember that girl I was telling you about? Yeah, I think I, uh, I think I made her up." Mm. And she's like, "Well, stop taking the drugs." Yeah, but uh yeah it tells him like kind of even if it was the medicine and you were hallucinating like fucking crazy it meant the same stuff Mm. it meant the same thing with the mother and she hasn't quite started pushing yet but you can tell that Melfi is beginning to imply hey who do you think maybe fucking attacked you here
1: and she has, in the entire season, known that Tony's mother is the cause of a large percentage of his issues, yeah. of his trauma, of the symptoms of that trauma. She's been saying it from the start that this woman <laughs> just seems to want to hurt you, and he's yeah. been so resistant to that because culturally, you know, Italian, uh, the Italian uh, uh, family is matriarchal. And he it, feels guilt
2: around like you're not meant to dislike your mother.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and he we feels guilty about that, before, that he really does. It's yeah, he does, and it's it's coming to a head, uh, and he, to the point that he is hallucinating a better mum. And it's it's
2: interesting that like the the more involved, like I think Melfi knows that she's more involved in Tony's actual life here, right? Getting more and more so because. They're meeting her at midnight in this fucking car park or whatever. Like, yeah. And the more involved she is becoming in terms of the impact that she's having in his life, Mm -hmm. the more involved she is allowing herself to get in terms of her kind of putting aside her rules a little bit more and more. Tony attacks her and she kind of lets him back in. Tony says. Hey, someone's trying to kill me, and she starts maybe suggesting options for who it could have been. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. Their yeah. relationship is progressing beyond a healthy distance between client and pa- uh, patient and uh, 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 doctor. Yep. And she is taking some of those steps to push it over those boundaries. Whereas yeah, Tony we've has seen... done that heaps in the past. Exactly. We've seen him push it
1: beyond those boundaries and her push back yeah. several times. Uh, but as, as we've noted, you know, when it happened, she has not opted out of that
2: situation. And at this point, she's starting to push herself into areas where Tony doesn't want her to go, and it's not necessarily just therapy that she's offering here.
1: Yes. Yep. Absolutely. It's really interesting to see what has happened to her. Mm. A
2: normal doctor. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I mean, like her as as kind of. Um, ham-fisted as the whole episode was Her having a little crouch on the window To look into Tony's house and see what's going on Her fascination mm. with him Seems to be Either so great As a therapist uh, That she is willing to bend The rules of that because she is so professionally Interested in him to That she would take it to unethical points Or mm. she is personally interested in him To the point where she will break those ethical rules So yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll find out more that's- I guess yeah that's it. that's the end of the episode yeah that's us. That's that episode. That's the second last episode of the first season of sopranos and yeah. uh yeah, Livia tried to kill her son and failed <laughs> yeah yeah um I think yeah, we said it last
1: week or I said it that I you know last week was super exciting and it felt like a lot of plot stuff was happening mm. uh and now and that was all pussy stuff you know that was all mole stuff, the wire all of that stuff and this is back to. Uh, Junior trying to kill his nephew uh,
2: And and Livia trying to kill her son And it it was a fucking Yeah A great episode Uh, Yeah I really like How they're doing it And where Both of those storylines Seem to have now converged To this This final point of the season That we're going to get to next week
1: Yeah Uh, and I'm super excited to talk about it. Um, Thanks, everyone, for listening and supporting the show, sharing it around, emailing and commenting and all that business. You know where to find us. The information is in the description of this episode. And uh, we would (laughs) love to speak to you again next week for the finale of Season 1 of The Sopranos. I'd love that too. So join us.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. you <laughs>